0: Yo yo yo, yo! Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
1: All right, cool man. How's it going?
0: I'm good, bro. Um, so today we got a a little different episode. This one, uh, Junior and I are going to be going over our top ten ranking uh, rankings for point guards in the NBA. Um, we've been going over like our you know season rankings, team rankings. But today is solely based on um, just players Um, and, you know, the most important position in the NBA, the point guard position. Uh, So I've been looking forward. We've been looking forward to this one for a while now. Um, You know, I made I made my list. Junior made his. And, you know, we're kind of going to go over our top 10, see if we have any similarities there. I have no idea what his top 10 is going to be. Um, same thing. He doesn't know I have how I have mine ranked. Um, so yeah, you could start off on who you have as a number one. I'm pretty sure like our top three is gonna be pretty similar.
1: Uh, it can be, but there might be like like two and three might be different, but for me, a uh, number one is Curry right now. Would you who'd you pick for number one?
0: Yeah, Steph Curry. I mean, we're talking about a two time MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, led the league in scoring and, you know, almost almost won another, another MVP last year if it wasn't for, you know, his team, you know, not even being able to make it to the playoffs.
1: He was carrying hard last season. Yeah. And he shot almost 50% from uh, field goal percentage overall and 42% from three-point. So that's very impressive. 5.8 assists is all right, mainly because he has to do most of the scoring himself and – kind of Draymond takes that facilitator role. You know what I mean? Right. But 5.9, 5.8, it says is pretty good. Yeah, that's
0: that's still pretty good for someone that's scoring at such a high clip.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, you're – He has five rebounds, too. Yeah. That's, that's
0: not a, bad. Yeah, that's a pretty – that's pretty high for someone like Steph mm-hmm. that has to carry such a, you know, an offensive load every, every night, basically. You know, he doesn't really – I mean, with that team last year, he didn't really have a lot of people – to pass it to to a good shot. So, you know, the fact that he was still averaging almost six assists per game is, you know, is telling that even though he is a really great scorer, he could also be a pretty decent facilitator too. But like you mentioned, you know, Draymond's kind of the one that's handling that road uh, role, I mean, uh, with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Yeah, he needs to
1: load off from him. And he has to because he's not that great of a scorer.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like Draymond, I mean, Draymond. The reason he gets paid the money he does is not because of his scoring ability. It's exactly. because he's going. Yeah, he's going to play defense. Um, he's going to be able to set picks, get set the Ball, get other, yeah, get other people involved. Um, you know, every team wish wishes they had a Draymond Green. Um,
1: exactly, and he's gritty too. So
0: yeah, but yeah, Steph Curry. I mean, by far. Best point guard in the league, um, without question.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Right, so, who do you have as number two? My number two, I have Luca. Okay, yeah, I have Luca as well. Yeah, <laughs> well so, it's debatable, you know. But like right now, who would you rather have on your team, Luca or Dame?
0: Well, so here's here's the thing, and this is where I guess the the point guard role. Um, or at least the the point guard role has kind of shifted throughout the years, right? Um, you could still be effective as a point guard even if you don't score the ball, uh, score the ball as much. Um, you know, if you're facilitating, like someone I think about is it, like maybe like old like prime Rondo, like Rondo wasn't scoring twenty points per night, but he was getting at least fifteen assists per night, and mm-hmm. you know, during his prime, he was a top five point guard in the you know in the NBA. Um, right. But you know, this day and age, the point guard role has kind of evolved. That you have to be able to facilitate, and you have to be
1: able to score.
0: And because I the think, top
1: the top teams have a, a point guard that can do both.
0: Yeah. Usually, yeah. And when so. you think about the top teams in the NBA, everyone has some someone like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the reason I have Luca as my number two. Um, so. The difference between him and my number three, which we'll get to, is that Luca—he
1: almost averaged a triple double um, last year. All um, right, so so who do you have as your number three? Just for I have, I have Dame. All right, so I do too. Yeah. So if you look at, at stats alone, it's very similar stats, right? Yeah. Except for um, Luca has more rebounds. He rebounds, averages eight, yeah. and he actually averages more assists as well. Right. I think he's, what, number three or four or five, something like that, in assists per game on average. So, I mean, <laughs> he could just carry the load so well that it's ridiculous. I mean, that Dallas team wouldn't have in the playoffs without him.
0: Yeah, and, the, you know, we could say the same thing about Damian Lillard, right? If you take yeah, Damian Lillard or Luka Doncic off their teams, those teams aren't playoff
1: teams. Um, especially not in the West. But the thing is Damon uh Luca doesn't have a CJ McCollum. Yeah. And that's I and should closer
0: though. Exactly. And that's why I think Luca, you know, takes that advantage is that um
1: like Luca can do more with less. Whereas Yeah, and, and Lillard has like the problem is that Lillard has no accolades as well. Like in terms of championships and MVPs and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, um, like I, I definitely and you know Dame Dame is kind of he's still in his prime, but he's definitely like maybe going out of his prime. He's he's older than Luca. Luca mm-hmm. is just coming in. I mean, so it's not to say that, and it's not to say that Damian uh, Damian Lillard can't be because there are some nights that he is the best point guard in the league. Some nights he can be the best player in the league. He's shown that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's shown that he could you know go off for 40, 50, and he's the, the most clutch player in the NBA. Like, he has that going for him, that he's he's a fearless dude and, you know, could be a top five, top six player right now. But I would rather have Luka on my team. If I had to build a team around either Damian L- and not Damian Lillard now, but let's say a prime Damian Lillard or um, a Luka is now, which is crazy to think that Luka Doncic is probably – he's not even in his prime yet.
1: Mm
0: Mm-mm. Exactly. And he's playing the level that he is. Um, I just think that, like I said earlier, Luka does more with less. He doesn't have – I mean, Kristaps, yeah, he he can be great. But I think CJ McCollum is a better player than uh, Kristaps Porzingis. He's more
1: polished too.
0: Yeah, and that Trailblazer team is an overall better team than that Mavericks team.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: Um, so yeah, I definitely, I have Luca as my number two and Dame as my number three. Um, same thing, literally same top three. Um, I mean, yeah, it, and any have, given night and any given night, those, you know, one, two, three can be interchangeable, right? Yeah. That's how good that top three is, is that any one of those players can be the top point guard. any given I night. think
1: three. Of, I think, I think that's. The case for top four, to be honest, I already know who number four is, bro, because it's my be number four. Who is it? I got Trey. You. you got Trey?
0: Yeah.
1: Are you, you got Trey as four or five? I have Trey as five. Really? But yeah, but the reason I have Kyrie as four is because he's just, I mean, let's be honest, if I had to pick a, a point guard to start a, a team with, it's going to be Trey, right? Um. Well,
0: well Trey he gets other players involved whereas Kyrie exactly, exactly. Even, even even though Kyrie still averaged six assists that's last year that's not really ever been his type of game he's a killer he's going to go out there and just kill the opposing guard the opposing player that's uh that's playing him he's going to drop 30 40 on his head any given right. night right. that's the type of
1: player he is and efficiently cuz he shot better percent, a higher percentage than uh than Curry last season
0: yeah, which which is crazy to think about. I mean, Kyrie, if we're talking about um, top point guards just in the NBA, or just top players in general, not including big men, he's shooting fifty percent from the field as a guard, mm-hmm. which is forty percent from three point, point and forty percent from the three point range. That, and that's just a crazy,
1: basically uh, five rebounds, six assists, twenty-seven points. That's not bad, yeah, at all. and
0: – yeah, I could definitely see why you would have uh, Kyrie as a number four. And he has a um, run.
1: Yeah, he has
0: that. He has that playoff experience. Also, he has that before um,
1: before his injury, he was in, uh the scoring leader in, four, in fourth quarters before his injury. Yeah, that in the NBA, I could definitely see that. Like he's just that
0: same thing. Like Dame, he just has that killer instinct, mm-hmm. and he's proven that. Um, the only thing with Kyrie, and I mean. He's just kind of been in the, I guess. There's been questions with Kyrie if he's able to get it done without LeBron, and I, with this Nets team that he's on. Um, I mean, yeah, KD is going to be the number one player on that team for sure. But mm-hmm. he can be that number one player any given night. Uh, let's oh, say sure. KD's you know struggling, and we've seen it. Kyrie can take over a game, um, and he's he's pretty decent defensively too. Like he's not he's not going to be the best defender. But he, you know, he's not—he's not, he's not going to be awful. And same thing with these top three. I mean, Luca's okay defender, Dame's okay defender, um, Steph's an okay defender. Um,
1: Steph's just like kind of below average.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but like, to be when, honest, the top five is kind of not that good on defense. But that's the
0: thing, though. Like, if you have such a load offensively. And such a like you have to run a whole team. You kind of it's okay to not have to play exactly. As a defense. Yeah. Like the only player that I have in my top ten that to kind of do both. Well, maybe not the only one, but the best one to do it uh, is probably my number six. Yeah, I have him as number six. Um, but yeah, no, Kyrie, Um as you said, as your number four. Mm-hmm. So I have I have Trey as my number four, and like I said, it just. It's just because he, he's able to facilitate. I mean, he'd lead, uh, he led the, what? He was number two in assists per game, yeah. Per game. I think it was, uh, Russell was number one.
1: No, it was LeBron.
0: LeBron was number one in assists?
1: Yeah. How many
0: assists did he average? 10,
1: 10 point something.
0: Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, it was uh, at least my deciding to, you know, where to rank these guys. It just, if I had to, you know, have a have a player control my offense like as a coach or as an organization, like I'd rather have Trey Young than Kyrie, um, just because K- Trey's gonna make my other, you know, my other players, my team better. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. That's just the type of, That's how yeah. he's the most effective. And like, and like um, I said, if
1: I were to start a team today around a player, it would be Trey. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I and and that's me picking. Actually, like, like, let's say I, I had to pick from the top five who I'd start the team with, it'd be Trey or Luca, to be honest. Yeah, because that's just that... completely honestly. And I gave Kyrie because I think Kyrie and Dame are very similar and they have similar stats. Um, but Kyrie has a ring, and Kyrie played with a great player. That's that's what Dame never had. You know what I mean? Like he never had like a a player to play along him. And, alongside. And I,
0: yeah. And I would say, like, um, yeah, LeBron James during that, uh, when was it when they won 2015? Um, that 2015 championship. I mean, he, it wasn't like he, 2015, 2016. He wasn't just like second fiddle to LeBron. He was going off in those finals. Like, if he, if he hadn't have, have, have played at such a high level, the Cavs would have lost. Like, it, it was definitely a, like a, combined effort from both For of sure. those he players.
1: Was, it's not like he was getting carried. He was dropping 40. No, no. He's dropping 40 any given night. So.
0: Against against that Golden State team that went 73-9. and nine. Exactly. Like, so, and I think Kyrie still has that type of ability. Like, that was only, what, like five, six years ago. Like, he still can play at that level. Um, he's only 28. He's only 28 years old. He's still in his prime. Um. If he if he can manage to stay healthy, you know, I could see him, you know, cracking in so to the top three point guards or, you know, playing even better if he's able to stay healthy. I think that,
1: it'll be I think it'll be it'll be uh Luca, Trey and, and Kyrie. Yeah, it could uh, be. Right? Eventually. Unless unless some new point guard steps up and goes crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but Yeah, honestly, those top five, that's how our top five is interchangeable. You know, it's debatable. Yeah. And obviously I have five as Trey, and and Trey's the youngest besides Luca. But, I mean, you saw what he did in the finals. I mean, in the Eastern Conference finals, you saw what he did all playoffs. He faces adversity so well, and he has that clutch gene, just like basically every – the whole top five has. Well, that kind of – you could say, honestly, any
0: of those top five players (laughs) – they,
1: they really and, have that mama mentality. To I honest. will
0: say with the exception of Steph, because I think Steph is a great player an MVP type mm-hmm, player, mm-hmm. but he really hasn't proven to be that clutch player come down fourth quarter. He's had many chances to either tie the game, win, win the game. game, and he just hasn't he hasn't really accomplished that. And, not, and that's not he's still, you know, to me, he's still the number one point guard in the league. But that's kind of the difference between all those other four players is that they're able to perform one through four quarters, and even in those clutch moments. Um, whereas Steph, he, he's going to give you 40, right? He's going to give you 40. He's going to give you 30. He'll drop
1: 40, but the yeah, last but two a, minutes, if they say you're going to get the ball every time down the court, um, that's when it gets iffy. You know what I mean? He likes to come off screens. He likes to – if he has to handle the ball, he will. But when you put him in the last the last sixty seconds of the game, I mean, no offense to Curry, but I'd pick Trey, Curry, okay. Dame, and Luca well, over saying, yeah. over 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 Curry just just because he he hasn't proven enough in crunch time. He's a great player, like you said. he, he he's one of the greatest of all time to be honest with, with all the accolades he's had and mm-hmm. and he's the best shooter of all time. Nobody can take that away from him. But what Kyrie has and Dame has and Luca and even Trey that he even proved it in the playoffs. We've been watching the Hawks for a long time, so we knew he, he already had that. But um Curry just never showed that for some reason. Even in the finals when he when he had Kevin Love on him, you know what I mean? Like you should Kevin be able Love
0: to, locked him up.
1: Yeah, like you yeah, should he, be able to, and that's weird. That's 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 really weird. Like he didn't know what to exactly do with the ball. Like he was overthinking it too. Yeah, and and there's been multiple situations like that, not just in the final. Yeah, it wasn't
0: just that. Like he's mm-hmm. definitely had moments where he, you know, he doesn't like he has hasn't won a Finals MVP, right? Like he mm-hmm. even on even on these, you know, championship winning teams and, um, you know, crazy record record breaking teams that he's been on. Mm -hmm. Um, you could say he wasn't the best player on a team during the finals. For sure. You know, the two championships he won, um, with KD, KD was obviously the best player on that team on the planet. It wasn't even close. Um, In that, uh, in the first championship, they won Andre Iguodala, won MVP, which I don't think Iguodala should have won it.
1: But I mean, he was guarding LeBron James,
0: it's because he held
1: it's because he held LeBron to 36 points per game, (laughs) right? So, (laughs) but, but not honestly, like, he what he did was he got timely. Stops. That's what he did. That's why yeah. they gave him the Finals MVP. Like yeah. he got that that game-winning steal. That one game. I don't know if it was Game Five or something like that. And he
0: did. And he played well. It's not like Andre Iguodala didn't. I, he I made know, his open maybe, threes. Yeah, he, like he he played well. I don't he, know if it was a Finals
1: MVP. Nah, well, worthy, In my but, opinion, it wasn't. Yeah, but, you but know. but that's a thing. Is Curry didn't stand out like that during the finals. So exactly, it, and he kind of and.
0: I don't know what it is. Maybe he just he just doesn't have that kind of killer instinct that these other players have. That they're like, I I want the ball. I want the ball in the hands. Like no one is going to score but me. Like don't even don't even think about drawing up another play. I'm taking like I'm taking manners into my own hand.
1: And and you could say that about Luca, Dame, Kyrie, yeah. Trey. They don't even think about any other person as the no. other option. No. we're the first option, we know that whereas Curry knows it could be him it could uh, be Clay. Clay, and he's comfortable with them taking that shot over yeah. him whereas I'd rather I'm more Kyrie, comfortable Dame, you drawing
0: up a play for Klay Thompson than Steph Curry
1: I'd rather you do in the that. clutch, yeah, because Klay's actually more clutch than him yeah that's the crazy part but but yeah, so I think we're on number 5 we're getting cut, <laughs> cut off track with Curry <laughs> But, so you uh, can have Kyrie as number five, right? Yeah,
0: have Kyrie as number five. Right? I have
1: Trey as number five, and I think, like I said, I think the top five is, like, debatable, but those top five are, are yeah, they're interchangeable, but those are my core top five, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, Trey's second highest assist per game. I mean, he's so young and not even in his prime yet. And he's such a great player. It's ridiculous. Like, still blows my mind that, that he he really went from you know averaging 18 points per game and like 25% from the from three point you know what i mean and he he was doing so so like he was in a slug in a sluggish mood and he wasn't really confident in himself like that in his rookie season and just from what he did back then i mean he still had games where he showed like he had the potential to be even a superstar cuz he had he dropped like 30 40 50 point games right
0: yeah i think hmm. i think um Trey's whole thing is just being able to get more confidence. Mm. I mean, now he's he's good, and we're gonna see like
1: he needed to uh, like get accustomed to the tempo of it, of the NBA. Yeah, Exactly, it, and you know he's still young. Like he just he's just and he gets better every season, bro.
0: Yeah, so definitely, definitely exciting to see these young players, Luca and Trey, kind of kind of evolve. Um, and kind of seeing these uh, these older point guards, um, see what they're able to accomplish in their in their primes, um, right? Because they these you know Curry, Lillard, Ir- Irving, they still have a lot to prove. They still have a lot of game. Um, and then you have these young bucks that are trying to trying to get to where they're at, right? right. Being champions and you know holding MVPs and so it's. We'll see. We'll see what what the future entails for sure. Who do you have as your number six?
1: Uh, my number six is Donovan Mitchell.
0: You said you got Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. I
1: thought he was a shooting guard. He's a point guard. Okay. Six, one.
0: But, yeah, I um I have Drew Holiday as mine.
1: Oh, okay. That's crazy. I don't even have him as a top ten.
0: Yeah, it just – withdrew like, he – so his stats last year – I'm going to pull that up real quick. He averaged 17 – 17, four, and six, and then averaged almost two steals per game. I mean, the reason I have Drew Holiday up so high in my listing, um, it's just the, it, his defense, right? And when, when we talking about um, as far as point guards, as far as just guards in the league, uh, defensively, he's number one, um, and he showed that in the playoffs. I mean, he was he was locking up um, Booker, he was locking up Kyrie, he was he was he was playing at a, such a high defensive level that. I mean, he was still able to average, um, you know, fifteen and have twenty point nights, and he was still able to facilitate and score the ball. Um, he was also a 50 percent uh, uh, field goal shooter too, um, almost forty percent from the three point line. So he's he's able to to score as well. Um, but the reason I have him so high is because of that um, that defensive ability that he has. Um, right. And now, and now he's a champion, right? It, he was the he was the third best player on his team, but still, like if it wasn't for Drew Holiday, you know, I don't think they win a championship. Like it's he it was just that vital to that team.
1: I had Donovan Mitchell. Um, I mean, Donovan Mitchell's number speaks for itself. He's clutch. He could do everything. Uh, he averaged twenty-seven points, forty-three from the field goal percentage. Uh, five assists, 39 from uh, three point. And he just a star player. He's the first, he's number one option. He, he can drop 50 points at any given night. Um, and he's good def- defensively as well. Yeah. So, very
0: good defender.
1: So that's why I have him. He's, he's just so well-rounded and he's, he's almost basically born on a superstar in my opinion, if not already a superstar, yeah um, for
0: sure i mean he's the he's the go to guy for that for that utah jazz team
1: right um yeah I think number six is fair for him he's he's just a great overall player and he's still so young not even in his prime yet and when i look i look at who am i gonna start a team with you know what i mean that's with with these young players anyway not with the the top five or the people that have already been proven um I usually look at who I would start a team with and their their strengths. And trying weaknesses. to build around, right? Yeah. So, Donovan was a pretty easy choice for six, in my opinion. Um, the reason I don't have uh, Drew Holiday is because, for one, like you said, he's a third option, right? Yeah. And in my top ten, everybody's a first option, usually. If, or a second option. At, at least a second at option. At most. At most. Yeah. There's only one like that. Um. So it's like picking it's kind of like who should who who's really who's a better or something Also Drew is very good at guarding I just don't see him guarding superstars like that Like Trey ate, ate him up as soon as as soon as we got into the series
0: Yeah, but Trey was eating everybody up to be honest
1: Yeah, but he he can't guard Kyrie, bro. He can't guard Dame. He can't guard any of the top ten. Um,
0: well, no one in the league
1: can. <laughs> That's why they're as high as they are. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel like you have to bring a little more to the table, yeah, Drew, to be a top ten point guard. Yeah, but he, it's everything you said is true about him. Without him, he would they wouldn't have won the championship for sure, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And he was dropping thirty points on us and and doing crazy stuff. So I mean, I respect the. Your decision to put him that high, because like with with everything he's done, and especially with this season, yeah, it could be recency bias. Like he just won a championship, and like I wouldn't put him in the top ten or top fifteen anytime close. Maybe top fifteen, if if it wasn't for this season, yeah, definitely top fifteen. Um, I just don't see him better than any of my top ten, basically. Yeah, but I I respect the 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 seed you gave him. For everything he's done recently, too. Yeah. And he's always been a great point guard. Like, he's always, he has a lot of all all defensive teams, right?
0: Yeah, no, he's, you know, he's, as far as, and that's why I have him so high is because of his defensive ability. Um, Like, he's not, he's not going to, he's not going to stop anyone from the top three. But like I said, no one in the league really can. They're, they're just that good defensive, even top top four. um, That's, but, Drew, because of his, you know, his ability to, to make plays on defense and still be able to score, um, that's why I have him so high.
1: The, the thing is, my top ten is, like, uh, basically the best. Like, he's, like, the best, s- like, second or third option. Yeah, like, basically. you have, like, first, He's, he's basically option, the best like at scoring. that. Yeah. Like, he's actually really good to have as a second or third option. Like, but all these guys are, are like. You know, the suit like on borderline superstars, if not superstars. So,
0: yeah, who do you have as your number seven?
1: Uh, my number seven, I have job ja Morant. Okay, who do you have?
0: I have Chris Paul as my number seven.
1: That's respectable. Yeah, I, I like it. And those two, they they're interchangeable for me. Like, I have I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you, I had Paul as eight. Okay, and and it was hard for me to like, you know, I was it was tough because Chris Paul really makes your the whole team uh great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And without without him, the Suns would have n- not even been close to what they did. So he mentored eight uh, and two and helped them a lot with his game. So obviously Chris Paul is is a great choice. He's he's easily top ten for sure.
0: Yeah, and you know he's Chris Paul. He's in the regular season. He's not gonna just because he's older now. He's about to be thirty six. You know, um, Chris Paul was always a top three point guard in the mm-hmm. or in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and even still now, like he's top five, still,
1: basically
0: or top five, right.
1: Minimum, um,
0: yeah. he's still able to, to perform, um, you know, any given night, he could still, you know, score 30 and drop 10 assists. Like we saw that against, uh, um, against the Clippers where he just went off in that elimination game mm-hmm. and got Patrick Beverly get ejected. Right. <laughs> Cause he was just getting dicked on the whole night. Um, so Chris Paul still has that ability. Um, he has that kind of veteran leadership exactly. and,
1: you know, he's a great facilitator.
0: Oh yeah. He's like, as far as vision, um, you know, there's, there's really no one in the lead that kind of has the, the court, uh, kind of the court presence that Chris Paul has to like, be able to see all these angles and be able to, you know, set people up. I mean, I would say the, the reason DeAndre Ayton was so successful last year was because of Chris Paul. You put any any other point guard there besides him, I don't think DeAndre Ayton has the season that he has.
1: It's kind of like similar to, like, Trey and Collins. Like Collins he feeds Collins like crazy. Yeah, Trey Capella.
0: Yeah, it just um, – he just makes the other players on his team better um, because he's able to, you know, facilitate and get them going. And that's, you know, the kind of the – the true meaning of a point guard, right? Being able to um, to make your other guys better. But, like, you know, the point guard position has changed. Um, and now, you know, there, there's going to be a lot more. Maybe not as facilitate, like, maybe not being able to facilitate at a high clip as it used to be and more so scoring. Um, but we'll, we'll see as far as like how the point guard roles change in the future. And because there already has been changing. Um with the exception of those top guys, because these top guys can still facilitate and score. Um, you know. So right. Chris Paul is my number seven. Who do you have as your number eight?
1: Well, Chris Paul was my number eight. Oh, right, right, right. And, number seven was Jaw. And and the reason I picked Jaw was because uh he can take over in the fourth quarter. He can give you assists, he averages seven point five assists. Um well he needs to he needs to work on his shot. Obviously, his uh his field goal percentage is forty five, which is respectable because his drive and his athleticism. Yeah, he does attack the rim a lot. Yeah. yeah, so he can facilitate. He's so young; he's like what twenty twenty one, something like
0: that. Yes,
1: yeah, he averaging almost twenty points, solid field goal percentage. I I just think he's a great player, great young player to to build a run, and he already made the playoffs, and he he fought in those playoffs. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, in kinda, the playing game, in the playing game, he showed out. Yeah. So he yeah, showed I, that he had that
0: that kind of killer instinct because he was kind of putting in work in that fourth quarter. Oh, he was qu- putting in work, bro. Just all game, but
1: especially in that fourth quarter. In that playing game, fourth quarter? Oh my yeah, god, that, bro. Yeah. That was and ridiculous.
0: That's what that's what kind of piques your interest, right? If you're like an mm-hmm. NBA fan and you know you're seeing the evolution of these point guards like that's when stars play
1: exactly that's when
0: that's when stars and superstars are born Mm -hmm. is during the playoffs during those fourth quarters during those high pressure situations yes sir um and that's you know pressure turns into diamonds and i could definitely see um john Morant becoming um a superstar in the future he definitely has that superstar ability um, he has that
1: thing, bro. The the spark. Yeah, he has that. He really does. That if factor. It, mm-hmm. And I could see him becoming a better shooter, or at least more efficient. Yeah, sure. he's still young.
0: Like he, what did he shoot last year? He shot, I mean, thirty percent. Thirty. Yeah, I was far from a
1: field goal and 30 from three point. Yeah,
0: and he's still young. Like he'll he'll be able to, you know, fix his jumper and. Mm-hmm. Um. Start shooting better. And it's not like he's a bad shooter. You know, we're not talking about Ben Simmons here. Like, he's... Right,
1: exactly. He's still
0: able to shoot. He's still able to make threes and make his jump shots. Um, he just needs a little tweaking is, is all.
1: Right. And like I said, I have Chris Paul's eight. Who do you have as eight? So, I have Westbrook as my number eight player. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, Russell Westbrook... Um, so, I have a kind of like a love and hate relationship with Westbrook. Um, he's he could be a very dominant player um, in the NBA very good defensive player for sure um and you know just a tri- I mean he he averaged a triple double uh, last season and that's not the first time he's done that that's just what he does he's gonna rebound and he's gonna um, dish out assists the the thing what I why I don't have Westbrook higher is just because I don't think Westbrook is a a winning. Type basketball player, Um, that's why I didn't like the trade to the to LA um, when they did trade for him. uh, Just because I don't think he, I don't think
1: that's the answer for LA. Um, Not that I care about LA, but yeah, like right, you're right. It's not that good of a signing. He could, they could have got someone that would fit the team a little better. You know, yeah. Um, Obviously, Westbrook is is a future Hall of Famer just because of the accolades. Yes, one hundred percent. And I love Westbrook um especially when he was an OKC but his efficiency, his his efficiency was already kind of low and it went it went more down when it comes to scoring efficiency yeah and just well, st- Westbrook will shoot you out of a game exactly that's the problem and
0: that's why like he can be hot but he's he's a, a great he's defender a, though he's a great defender but he's definitely a streaky shooter like mm-hmm,
1: exactly he's, and he, and he was way more sh- Efficient with the streaks when he was in OKC. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's a he's an all-time like to me. He's an all-time great point guard, and he's a future Hall of Famer. But I just didn't include him in the top ten, just because I feel like the other the it, we're and we're talking about current NBA. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, for sure. I just feel like there's there's two or three or four better other players that I would pick over him. Yeah.
0: And the reason I have him in my top five or top 10, I mean, um, just because I like just because of how how good Russell Westbrook can be, like I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he's he he and and it's like, a, I guess, a, a mental thing with him, like it's OK, maybe maybe not take, you know, three run up jumpers or like a dumb three. And, you know, we might be able to see kind of a, a little evolution with Russell Westbrook kind of in the late of his career in L.A. because, you know, he's playing for a championship for sure. He's on a championship team. So we might be able to see him kind of evolve in that role because the last couple years, I mean, that it didn't really make sense when he went to Houston just because they had James Harden. James Harden was such a dominant um he he just handled the ball so much that it didn't really make sense to get Russell Westbrook and obviously you know it didn't work out and we all knew that like if you're if you if you're a true basketball fan um you understood that when Ro- Westbrook went to the Rockets it wasn't going to work out um you wanted it to work out cuz you know that'd be I that wanted it to be...
1: work out just cuz I like Westbrook you know what I mean yeah and I but... wanted to see him win a ring Yeah. it's just that it just they needed a, a a better shooter, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you already have
0: James Harden handling the ball and and
1: he might
0: he you might see a dip with Westbrook's points per game, um, but that's fine. Westbrook doesn't need to average twenty points per game to be effective. The way Westbrook is effective is by facilitating the ball. And he's yeah. one of the best at it.
1: And, and the thing is, James Harden was ball dominated. All he did exactly. was ISO and he'd cut either Lob to Capella or three point shot. So you got to be open mm-hmm. for three. And and the thing is, he get, Westbrook got a lot of open shots, but he just couldn't. He couldn't really uh, hit them. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs, we saw. That's what we saw. That was. And that and Westbrook
0: shot. Last year he shot thirty one percent from the three point line. And as a point guard, I mean that's terrible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like if you're not shooting 35, 36 or higher, I mean it's just it's just not a good look as a point guard.
1: Right, right.
0: Um at least from the three point uh three point percentage. Right. So as my so yeah, number eight Westbrook. So in my number nine, I actually have um uh what's this? Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon, really? yeah.
1: Okay, okay. So
0: I originally I originally had um how do you pronounce his name? Brogdon? Am I saying that right?
1: Would you put Brogdon over Murray, Brogdon.
0: Donovan, or Ja? Well, I didn't. I thought Donovan Mitchell was a shooting guard. Like he's listed as a shooting guard, so that's why I didn't have him. Like he's listed as a point guard. Oh, I don't know. I'm looking at ESPN. It has him as a shooting guard. Uh, but I have him over Morant or Morant
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I'm looking at the stats, and the stats are are just a little bit better as far as uh, uh, Brogdon. Like he 21 points versus uh jaws uh 19.1 when i'm looking at assists 6.9 for brogdon mm-hmm. and then uh, a morant 7.4 for assists rebounds 5.3 i mean it's it's they're very similar
1: Well, Ma- malcolm um, brogdon is very uh, underrated so yeah like that and he he played really well I,
0: who was it on the bucks was he on the Bucks originally? He was on the
1: Bucks. He was all right, yeah. He was pretty good. But Pacers, he's been doing really well.
0: Yeah, and he's and if it wasn't for, you know, kind of the emergence of, of like East Point guards with, you know, Lamella Ball, Trey. Um would you take him over Murray though? Well, the reason I didn't have uh Jamal Murray on my um on my list is because he's injured.
1: But so so is, it, so
0: is Kyrie. Yeah, but Kyrie, he's not going to be out for you know half a year. Like Kyrie will be back sooner um, than Murray. But if I had to rank Murray in my top ten, I would probably have Murray as nine and then Brogman as ten. Um, okay. Because I I don't think he's better than Jamal Murray when he's no, healthy. No, he's not.
1: He's not. Um,
0: I I would probably even have Jamal or Jamal Murray over Westbrook as my number eight. Mm. Um, because he has that superstar ability. So, he's still able to facilitate. I just didn't have him ranked because of his in, his injury. Right. Sorry. Right. Well, yeah. I
1: have Murray as number nine, and, I mean, he's just a great player. You know what I mean? Um, he averaged, what, 21 points per game? Yeah. And he can – let's be honest. He can average 30 points per game it's just that Jokic is averaging himself over 20 you know yeah what I mean?
0: it's it's hard to it's hard uh, to be a 30 he averages 5 scorer.
1: assists he averages 5 assists but i mean Jokic is averaging like t- like 8 assists so his field goal percentage is 47 or 48 and his three point percentage is 40 40.8% 40. so he's just really efficient and he can he can distribute the ball. He can. He can basically do but everything. That's not, yeah,
0: kind of like Curry. That's not really his his role on the team. Just because you have jokies, exactly you kind of have Dream exactly. on, exactly. Um, and that's kind of the difference with point guards. Like you have your pass first point guards. Your your exactly. assist oriented point guards, and then your scoring point guards. Um, but here's the
1: thing. Here's the thing. Steph Curry isn't really a facilitator. Jamal Murray hasn't shown that because of, because of the because Jokic, but he can he can facilitate if he wants to. Yeah. He's also a better defender and averages more steals. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, he's bo- to me, he's borderline superstar. I mean, you saw what he did in uh, the bubble. He was dropping 50. Yeah, that was right? crazy. I mean, him versus a Mitchell,
0: that was one of the all timers for sure. Like, if yeah, I, that was crazy, I just wish it wasn't in the bubble because it would have really um, mm-hmm. been crazy to see it with those crowds and what they were able to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, Jamal Murray definitely has superstar ability. I mean, he's still very young. He's only, what, um, 24 years old, 25, 24 years yeah. old. Yeah. Something so, he's, about. you know, if he's able to, you know, recover from this injury, and, you know, I hope he does, like, you know, he's still super young and he's able to become – um, if he's able to, to still play at the level he's playing, like – I think Denver. Denver is going to be a championship favorite every year, especially with the emergence of uh, Michael Porter Jr. For um, sure, he just signed Aaron Aaron Gordon to a contract. Yeah, um, they have a
1: solid pieces.
0: Yeah, I mean they. I mean that's why we had them as our number one in the Western yeah, Conference. Yeah, exactly. Just because we see the vision, um, we see and the I see Jamal coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope so. Um, I hope he's able to come back and be able to be the same Jamal Murray that we know. So who do you have as number ten? So I didn't have Morant in my top 10 just because of the fact that um, I like Brogdon better, oh, better was, than Morant. Was your yeah. Yeah. Cause um, well, let me explain the Brogdon pick. So I think Brogdon is a better, um, like he's more proven. I mean, John Morant is still young, right? Like I'm like right. a, a year from now, I'm not even going to have Brogdon maybe in my top 10. Right. Because Morant is just going to make that jump. But I just, if I had to pick now who like now, who is a better uh, point guard? I'd rather have Brogdon on my team um, than Morant. Um,
1: Morant, I think, is just a, a star, whereas uh, Brogdon is a, a really good point guard. Yeah, he's solid, right? He's solid. Yeah. He's, he, doesn't, he, doesn't he doesn't have, have that star power, basically. He doesn't that's have why that I same pick Morant. type of but, superstar But another ability. thing is, I, for my 10, I have De'Aaron Fox. I got my Fox as my 10, too. Well, I thought you just said you had Brogdon as number 10. No, Brogdon
0: was my number nine. I would have had him ten if I had Jamal Murray on my top. Oh, okay, 10. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: have and Fox's numbers speak for themselves, and we know you could what you can do. I mean, he's averaging twenty-five points, forty-eight percent from the field. I mean, his three-point percentage I know is not that good, but it's still better than, than uh, some of the top ten, like Morant and uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. The guy who averaged thirty or thirty-one. He averages 7.2 assists, and his defense is actually good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He averages 1.5 steals. So,
0: Yeah, it just um, – if he's just able to be in the right situation. Like, if they if – the, if the Kings front office was something, you know, kind of like the Hawks front office where they're able to build a team around Fox mm-hmm. and be able to get him the players that he needs to be successful. I mean, we could have been talking about Fox being a top three, a top four. Um, it's just, we haven't been able to see him um, perform in the playoffs. Like these other players that we have in our top 10, all of them are proven point guards in the playoffs. Um, they're all able to, you know, kind of contribute to a winning basketball team. Whereas Fox hasn't had that chance yet um, being on the Sacramento Kings. And I think, you know, with the exception of the, you know, New Orleans Pelicans, probably the worst front office in the league. Um so hopefully they're able to, and I don't I don't know if they're if if Fox is is gonna you know keep being patient and kind of wait um, for that team to kind of make moves and kind of you know create a team around him. Like I, I like Halliburton, Buddy Hill is good, um, but that's not enough, especially not in the West. That's not enough to be a playoff team.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely not.
0: So I don't know if they're able to, you know, pick up another superstar. We'll see how um, Davion Mitchell, uh, the kid that they picked up, he looks really good. Like we'll see how he performs. Um, right. But I, I just don't think that with the team that um, Darion Fox is on, that that's, that's a team that he wants to stay on, that he wants to um, keep playing for. And we know in this day and age, like if you're, if you're unhappy, which is different than how it used to be, if you're unhappy and you're a star – or a superstar-type player, you're going to force your way out. You don't want to be in a team that, you know, you don't want to win it. Who wants it? And and we're talking about just competitive people just in general. These are the most, you know, competitive uh,
1: athletes in the world. Times have changed, though, especially with what LeBron started in the recruiting system. Yeah, like we could get in a whole conversation about,
0: like, how LeBron, like, kind of changed the league by, you know – getting these like superstar, these super teams, um, all together, but talking to you know, GMs in private, trying to make yeah. deals
1: before they even, you know what I mean? It's, it's
0: just a different, it's just a different league now. And, yeah. you know, Darian Fox definitely has, you know, kind of the leverage to force his way out, force a trade. Um, I don't really know what his deal looks like, but I'm sure he's not going to sign.
1: Um, it would be stupid for him to sign. Yeah.
0: It, it, it wouldn't make sense if I'm, and it could be like if if he decides that you know what I'm gonna stay in Sacramento and kind of go the Damian Lillard way and like I okay mean. I'll win with this team like that's fine but if I'm if I'm if I'm Darian Fox I'm finding a way out because I know that with the Sacramento Kings uh, front office I know I'm not gonna win right. I'm gonna try to find my way out east because and it might be a little bit different now because the East has gotten better but like. If I if I had a pick like I'm not I'm not I don't want to stay on the Kings. Right. So, we'll All we'll right. definitely we'll definitely have to see with Darian Fox. I think he can be um and he he has the stats to back it up. Like if right. we're looking at his stats and we kind of forget about the team he's on, I mean, he's he's a top he's he's a top point guard in the league without question just looking at on paper. But this this league isn't just oh how good are you as a player? You know, team success matters a lot.
1: It does, but I still think he's but be- In my opinion, he's better than Malcolm Brogdon, at least, bare minimum. Yeah, I'll probably switch those two. Like, I'll probably, because, have, I'll probably because have Fox he's,
0: as my number nine. And he Brogdon averages more points,
1: 10. you know what I mean? And uh, the defense – Brogdon's good on defense, too. Just yeah, like he's very
0: down. very solid defensively.
1: So I actually – like, your, your top ten, I, I like your top ten. It's not bad. Yeah. Like I, like I've also like debated whether I should put like some of those players. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's definitely like. Um... But you're right though. Like Brogdon, I he shouldn't be. No, he should probably
0: be number ten to have Fox as number nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that would probably make sense. Like, have Brogdon as a number ten because I, I just like Fox so much that
1: that and I think Fox is the first option, whereas Sabonis is the first option in, in Pacers. Yeah. You feel me?
0: Yeah, I'll just change it in. changing that. But yeah, no, for sure. Um do well, like you, you have any like honorable like mentions? Like who because for me, like John Morant didn't make my top ten.
1: Uh, um, Westbrook has was an honorable mention for oh, me. Oh right, right, right. Um Drew Holiday. Okay. Um Brogdon. Actually, the guys that you mentioned basically were basically my – uh, like I was – they were – they basically barely made the cut. You know what I mean? They just missed the cut. Yeah. And um, they're great point guards. Don't get me wrong. It's just that I just look at star power as well in a bucket. Like, can you give me a bucket at this moment right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously, I have to take in consideration defense and – and assist, but that's why I picked Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul's not, like, a top-ten scorer anymore. No. Um, Same thing with what – I mean, if Murray was – I would put Murray above Chris Paul and Morant. It is that I didn't put him in there. I didn't put him as number seven. I put Morant as number seven because he's injured. Yeah. So – or else he would have been, like, higher – I just want to see how he comes back. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I hope he. I hope he's like, like I said, I hope he's the same Jamal Murray we've already seen. Like, but it's it's definitely hard to come back from that injury, and be the same. So, you know, just because he's such, he can be such an explosive player, and when you right. have an injury like that, like you, you might not go up the same way that you were before. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, we thought that with Paul George. Like that, I didn't think. I thought he was done. I thought his career was done. That was Um, crazy.
1: But, you know, he was able to
0: bounce back and, you know, be at the same level that he was in in Indiana. Um, So hopefully he has that kind of like Paul George recovery where he kind of doesn't, you know, he kind of doesn't digress and just gets a lot better. um, And be able to to become the, you know, the superstar that we both think he can be. You know what I mean?
1: Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, my my mic uh, shut off, but I'm good now. Right, yeah, bro. I agree, bro. I was still hearing you. Um, yeah, do you have any other honorable mentions or? Um,
0: I have, Colin Sexton there, so Colin Sexton. I left out Colin Sexton. Left out uh, Jordan Clarkson had a really good year with Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a breakout year. Uh, won six man of the year. Um, I really like Darius Garland. I think Darius Garland can be, I think he's the kind of the, the guy in Cleveland. Um, Colin Sexton, I, I can't see his, him, you know, staying with Cleveland. I think they're going to try to force a trade there. Um, just cause I think Darius Garland is the kind of prototype point guard that you want. Whereas Colin Sexton is not, he's more of a scoring first, um, uh, guard more than a, a facilitating point guard. I mean he he only averaged four assists last year. Um, and Darius Garland kind of kind of had more of a role as a point guard. They're both listed as point guards, but you know Colin Sexton um, definitely is not in the in the right uh, situation to kind of he scored a lot of points, um, 24 points per game, um, shooting pretty decently, 37, 47 from the field goal percentage. Um, but the thing is with, with Colin Sexton is that he's just not in the right situation for him to kind of flourish as a player of his own just because of Darius Garland.
1: And I'm, I think looking you, at, I, I'm looking at some rankings right now from ESPN. Uh-huh. Like, I, I just want to share the rankings uh, with you since. So they're kind of similar to ours except for number 10, which okay. I don't agree at all. But all right, So for number one, they have Curry, which we both had. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, we had, for number two, they have – This is a- ESPN? Yeah. Okay. That Demi Lillard's number two, okay, which is respectable, of course. Yeah, Luca's still young, but Luca's number three, right? Yeah. Um. So Kyrie's number four, okay, and Trey's number five. Yeah, I mean it's the same top five, just different. Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Paul's number six, which okay. of course they're gonna play him as number six because it's Chris Paul. You know what I mean? He's been there for, he's been top five for he's probably like number five of all time. And point guards in history. So Ooh. Sure. I mean, who do, who, who do you have as a maybe? Who do you have as I don't five?
0: know. I don't have to think about it. Like all Cause, time,
1: because I got Isaiah Thomas, Curry, um, Magic, Oscar Robertson, Magic. Who, who has better numbers than Chris Paul?
0: I don't know. That's maybe that's a topic for another day.
1: But he yeah, can't but be I, tough on It's because I, I I looked it up for like a while back, and I don't see anybody with the same numbers. Yeah. But. Yeah, off the top of the head, I can't really name someone better besides the top four I just listed. Yeah, who
0: else did they have like in their number
1: seven was uh Fox, really?
0: That Fox guy
1: up. Yeah, number eight, but Fox is a star, so I I mean, twenty-six points. I mean, I get it. Forty. I think his efficiency was really good. Drew Holiday for number eight. Okay. Uh, Russell Westbrook is number nine. And Mike Conley was number 10 for something. Oh, I don't know about Mike Conley. <laughs> yeah, right. Even yeah, I is better. I'd rather have Brogdon than him, bro. Like Yeah. Or any like any of our picks, to be honest. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I like Mike Conley. Like he's he's gonna be a decent point guard for that Utah Jazz team, but um, and he's a veteran point guard. Like he's he he can be a championship winning point guard on any team. He could be that championship level point guard, but he's not. When I think of Mike Conley, and this maybe even in his prime, even when we're talking about Mike Conley in his prime, he's never been a top five point guard,
1: right? Ever. Uh, also, they have Derek Rose and Mike Conley and Ben Simmons over Jamal Murray and and uh, and what's his name, Malcolm Brogdon and, and Kemba Walker. And I don't Jeff even Warren. think
0: I don't even think I have Derek Rose as a. As top fifteen,
1: like maybe top fifteen,
0: maybe he's the fifteenth. Yeah, but not, no mention. Yeah, they, yeah, no mention of Jordan Clarkson.
1: Um Clarkson is number. Is their number twenty? That's crazy. He just won six man of the year. That's crazy. Yeah, they have. It's whatever. But anyway, they have. So Conley and Derrick Rose. They have Conley and Derrick Rose over Simmons, Jamal Murray, Colin Sexton, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, yeah. John Morant. That doesn't even sound right.
0: Yeah, who knows? Maybe it was uh a, a Utah Jazz like beat
1: writer or something I, right? I knew it was sounded too right. The first, the first seven, <laughs> the first eight picks. It was like, mean, like
0: yeah. And the, then you the got hit. ESPN. Hit us, ESPN. Hit us with the Michael Conley. I'm surprised it wasn't Lamelo Ball as number ten. Let me see where Lamelo Ball. Is. If it was Bleacher Report, it'd be Lamelo Ball as like number. Ball 10. is 18. Okay, I mean, but that's the thing though. Like he had uh, like a good rookie year. Like he's still too young to To rank him in the top echelon of, of point guards in the in the NBA. Right. Yeah. He can be, he can be that type of player. He's just, he's not yet. Definitely. You, you, you can't, you can't still have pimples on your face and have acne and you, <laughs> you barely just hit puberty. You know what I'm saying? You, you, how, how are you going to have someone like that be in the top 15 point guards in the league? They're just, nah.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. Um, he still has too much to prove, even though he had a great rookie season. Uh, I mean, it was sad that it was it was cut a little short for a little bit because of the injury he had. But I think he'll do great things this season, this up- upcoming season.
0: I'd even and, put DeJounte
1: Murray over Mike Conley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd put Lamilla Ball over Mike Conley. Bro. Yeah. Right now. Like, yeah, no. ass. Malcolm Brogdon, Kemba Walker. Yeah, that's crazy. Sexton. Uh, yeah, like you said, I forgot about Sexton, but like you said, I'd even put Sexton over him. I'll put Derrick Rose over Mike Conley, bro. Dead <laughs> <laughs> ass. Right? That ass, bro. I don't... I don't know why. Uh, yeah, that's whatever, but that was kind of surprising to me, too. But, yeah, I mean, those were respectable picks on both sides of my opinion. Yeah, definitely
0: some – difference in our list this time but i mean yeah
1: but top overall, 5 was just, was yeah top I 5 was pretty solidified yeah yeah well, i think we had like two different choices in the last five but
0: but i can see why you picked those choices too you know what yeah I mean? same same i can see why you and you even made me change my ranking on a high, like with fox and brogdon like i had fox over brogdon
1: or um, but i had what,
0: brogdon over fox but
1: but that's why we're here like to like, you know debate in yeah. And talk about our picks. So,
0: yeah, that was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, probably if for you're... next. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. I was basically gonna say what you were about to say. The next uh, topic.
0: Yeah, our next topic discussion will probably be shooting guards. Like we'll probably we'll probably go through you know point guard to um, point guard to center uh, shooting guards being next small forward power forward center. Um, yeah. We might I... we might do like a like a Hawks episode where we just talk about the Atlanta Hawks um, just because I feel like we always bring them up during our episodes, like at least mm-hmm. talk about them. Just We're just so excited as Hawks fans to kind of um just seeing the potential of this team. Like we might do an episode just, you know, have just a Hawks and, episode.
1: And I feel like the people that do watch the podcast are Hawks fans themselves, most of them. See so you know what I mean? So Yeah. Because they're from this area. So, they probably enjoy us talking about the Hawks and – and we love talking about the Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about the Hawks all the time, so Yeah. But yeah. That was that was a pretty good pretty good podcast today.
0: Yeah, facts, bro. Um, thank you for coming back on, bro. Um
1: Thanks, brother. Thanks for having and me.
0: And we'll see you guys next time.
1: Yeah, it was fun, bro.